0: RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today is Friday, November 13th, 2020, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, Star Trek Discovery honors Aaron Eisenberg with the Die Trying Easter Egg. Tignataro reflects on having fun on the set of Discovery Season 3, and I've got the answer to this week's Trek trivia. I'm Alison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash (music) daily Star Trek news. Alex Kurtzman and the Star Trek team have made good on a promise to honor the late Aaron Eisenberg, By including an understated tribute to him in the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery. Please note there are some minor spoilers ahead. Eisenberg was the actor behind Nog, one of the main cast of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. He sadly passed away last September at the age of 50. His death was met with an outpouring of grief from the Star Trek community, who banded together to petition for a Captain Nog statue on the grounds of Starfleet Academy. And what, at the time, was the upcoming season of Star Trek Picard. Nog is a significant character to many fans, notably for his journey to become the first Ferengi in Starfleet, and later for his experience on the path to recovering from the trauma of losing a leg in battle. At New York Comic Con in 2019, when Star Trek boss Alex Kurtzman was asked by a fan about the Captain Nog statue petition, Kurtzman answered... We saw that petition, and obviously we would love to honor Aaron in any way possible, so we will look for every opportunity. Now, TrekCore.com have put together some screenshots and explanations of how Kurtzman and the team did just that. In one of the early scenes of Discovery Season 3, Episode 5, Die Trying, the camera pans past a starship bearing the registry NCC 325070 the USS Nog. Trekcore reached out to Kurtzman about the ship, and he confirmed that it was in honor of Eisenberg. Trekcore also further confirmed that the ship bearing the name is an Eisenberg-class starship. We promised to honor the legacy of both Nog and the late Aaron Eisenberg, Kurtzman said, and it seemed fitting to name a starship after a character who exemplified the possibility of resilience after a period of darkness. Hopefully, we'll see more of the USS Nog as it helps Starfleet build a brighter future. Tretcor also reached out to Eisenberg's widow, Melissa Longo, about the tribute, and she said, I'm thrilled to learn that Nog will be honored in Discovery. Nog was a trailblazer in DS9. I have no doubt that he would have left a lasting impression on the Federation. It is beautiful to know that he will be remembered. Nog deserves nothing less. So does our beloved Aaron, Captain Nog Forever. Once again, if you'd like to see the Starship tribute to Aaron Eisenberg for yourself, just head to CBS All Access for Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Episode 5, Die Trying. Now, speaking of Star Trek Discovery, but this time a little less spoilery, after the introduction of her character Jet Reno in Star Trek Discovery Season 2, Tignataro's role in the franchise's flagship series has expanded significantly in Season 3. In a recent interview with Forbes, Nataro shared her experiences working on Star Trek Discovery and her role in helping to create the character of Commander Jet Reno. Nataro's character wasn't always going to be named Jet. In fact, the original name for the character was meant to be Denise. But something about the name just didn't resonate with Nataro, and she explained that she convinced executive producer and longtime friend Alex Kurtzman to change the name to Jet as an homage to rock legend Joan Jett. In addition to discussing the origin of her character's name, Notaro also talked about the fun she had filming with her co-stars, some of which may have gotten her into trouble. Of being on set with newcomer Blue Del Barrio, she said it was probably too fun, because we were laughing when we weren't supposed to be. And while her on-screen relationship with Anthony Rapp can get a bit tetchy at times, She said of their off-screen relationship, we definitely amuse one another, and I feel like the dynamic is even similar in real life, where we rip each other pretty relentlessly. Notaro also addressed that audiences seem to think that she's responsible for much of her character's dialogue. She took the opportunity to clarify the situation, saying, I am very, very flattered that people think I'm ad-libbing, but I cannot wait to give all of the credit to the talented writers of the show. Whenever I get a new script, I'm beyond excited to read what they're doing with Jet. While Nataro doesn't know exactly where the Reno character is heading in the future, she expressed her faith in the writers, saying, I don't know, but I'm curious. That's the exciting part. I have no idea. I'm open to whatever comes my way. Now I've got the answer to Tuesday's trivia here in just a moment, but first, a word from me. This show is supported by people like you through Patreon. From just $1 a month, you can support us too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news to find out more. And even if you can't support us financially, there are other ways to help us out. You can make a purchase through one of our affiliates on dailystartreknews.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That'll help us meet our threshold for monetization. Or you can read the articles on our website and share them with your social network. All these things help us keep going and they don't cost you a thing. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. And now it's what you've all been waiting for all week. It's the answer to this week's Trek trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you in Star Trek Discovery season one, The endangered space whale that Harry Mudd used to infiltrate the ship was called a Gormagander. It was likely named after an object or being in human mythology. What was it named after? The answer? No one from the production team seems to have said specifically, but the Gormagander may have been named for Jormungandr, also known as the Midgard Serpent from Norse mythology. According to Wikipedia, Jormungandr is a sea serpent and a child of Loki, According to legend, Odin threw Jormungandr into the ocean around Midgard, where it grew large enough to surround the world and eat its own tail. Jormungandr is the arch-enemy of Thor, and it's said that when it releases its tail, Ragnarok will begin. In fairness, the mythology deviates just a little bit from our whole space whale thing. (laughs) For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek news is produced by me, Alison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily star trek news. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend. And live long and prosper